night. It is 2.16 p.m. on Tuesday, July 4th, 2023. And this is a basketball this week done quickly. Well, uh, a rare, uh, rare July 4th episode. <laughs> I guess, I guess also a rare, rare, uh, Tuesday afternoon episode. Probably the rarest episode time of all. July 4th, and if you're familiar with your NBA history, it's a day where a lot of stuff goes down. A lot of things that have been bubbling for the entire offseason happen today. Uh, <laughs> today is not, that does not happen today. <laughs> at least not yet, at least not a time of, time of recording. Uh, the thing that's hanging over everything is still hanging over everything, which is the Damian Willard trade request uh he finally he finally in the time since we recorded uh formally requested a trade or at least it was let known to the media that he was uh requesting a trade and the fairly public deliberations between Portland and miami began because it seems like miami is the place where he's going to end up there's of course rumors of other places and Portland talking about uh, you know, we're going to do what's best for the team and we'll, we're willing to trade him somewhere else if some other good offer arises. But at least as far as we know, there has not been a lot of talk of good offers at the moment from other places. Of course, we are not familiar with these negotiations. Uh, <laughs> there could be like some epic trade happening that's just about to to go off and none of us predicted just like, you know, with Kawhi and with Paul George the first time, uh, that could definitely be happening right now. However, <laughs> from what we know, it looks like he's locked in in Miami and they're working out some sort of trade between the Nets and uh, Miami as a three-team deal. None of these returns look very good for, for Lillard, but, you know, uh, he... <laughs> If you're, you, my thoughts on Willard are, are well known, so no shock here. Uh, it's also the timing of it all. Like I said last time we talked about this, if he just waited another year, it'd probably be better for him and probably be better for everybody. But it doesn't look like that's happening now. So uh, it is interesting that a lot of Portland's attempt to paint this as like a collaborative project between. Damon them as far as dry, drafting Scoot looked like it was false. I mean, not it's not shocking, but <laughs> like, how do you say things like that and just do you just hope they don't get get out there? Do you hope no one ever ever mentions it? <laughs> it's it's weird for sure. But all right, we did have some stuff happen in the free agency, quote unquote, deal zone. Uh, a lot of little deals, not surprising. Like I told you, this is not a a trade deadline where there was going to be a bunch of movement. Uh, a lot of players stayed stayed home or extended shortly after uh, I did the podcast, such as uh, Jeremy Grant staying with Portland at a pretty big number. Uh, the thought at the time was he was staying with them because the idea was that he was going to help Dame out, and that's why they gave him that huge contract, but... Uh, contract doesn't look so great now, but you know, 
you gotta you gotta hit the salary for it, and it's good for that purpose. So it's not like a dire deal like some people are saying. Uh, like the biggest mover and shaker obviously was the Rockets. They had fifty million to spend, and they had to spend forty five million of it. So although their deals look kind of bad uh, in a in a vacuum, if you think about like the situation they're in and what they had to do, it makes a lot more sense. Uh, they ended up signing Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks, or I guess it's a, a sign and trade for Dylan Brooks, but they uh, they signed him to like twenty million a year, uh, and signed Fred Van Vliet for forty million a year. You got to get your bag if you're these players. Um, it, I don't totally know how it fits as far as like a team that's developing young players and trying to like trying to bring these guys along. Like Fred Van Vliet is not LeBron James. He's not going to turn this team into a contender in two years. But uh, it so I don't quite get how it works with that. But he is a, a team player and he is a good quote unquote locker room guy. Uh, they did not sign Brooke Lopez. Apparently, they had a deal pinned to sign Brooke Lopez that uh, fell through. He ended up staying in Milwaukee. Uh, more on that later. But uh, they're very mad that that he did not take their offer. <laughs> it was, you know, pretty pretty smart of Lopez to not take that offer. So good on him. So the Rockets are are a mess. But like, if you think about like a team that's trying to like get like a 10 seed this year it makes more sense from that perspective like it's obviously not building towards a title but if you just think of it as a team that's like trying to win win as many games as they can and maybe save their pick it, it makes a lot of sense from that perspective so yeah i get it uh speaking of lopez the bucks brought everyone back they brought middleton back they brought uh brooke lopez back they also added uh, Robin Lopez, and they also added Malik Beasley at the just just slightly above the league minimum. Um, seems like good moves are all around for them. Like Beasley was kind of a kind of a garbage time only player. Uh, like a lot of his activity happened when games were already well decided, but still uh, at the minimum, that's a he's like he hit the most threes off the bench in the NBA last year, so that's a good deal. Uh, at the minimum, that's a perfect deal for Milwaukee, and uh, it shored up one of their main major weaknesses, was which was shooting. So good in them. Uh, I think I think things are looking good for the Bucks. Uh, other players who who were major major returnees. Uh, I'm blanking now. Oh, uh, sorry. I there was somebody else I thought of when I was doing part one. I was like, oh, they aren't on my. I didn't write them down, and uh, <laughs> I didn't remember them before the podcast, and I don't remember them now. So I'm just gonna stick with my notes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Phoenix Phoenix did a very good job. They got back. Uh, I ain't even getting him back, but they they added a you don't want to talk to Nabe. Oh, that was terrible. You, you don't want to talk about you don't want to Nabe. You know what Nabe. I study Japanese every day and I still fuck that up. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's recording in a day. It's just, it's not natural. It's unnatural. <laughs> it's unnatural, the sunlight. It's gross. Uh, Bates Diop, uh, who you may not know of, but he was a good role player for 
the Suns or no, I'm sorry, the the Spurs last year. He'll he'll definitely help them out. Uh, they got him at a pretty good deal, and they got Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon is a uh, you know he, he's a controversial player. He gets blamed for a lot of problems. He's joined a team where he'll probably get blamed for a lot of problems, but generally it's it's he was a very good defender last year and he was decent offensively at least the second half of the year so that, that's a major pickup for them their rotation makes a lot more sense now uh they did lose tory craig i forgot where he ended up going uh but but you know it, it's in the end like they really they they lost everybody they had which it's kind of weird because they they still have a lot of roster spots to fill out. You think they would have kind of had some level of aggression to trying to to keep the players they had good good leverage over, but instead they they let all of them go. They're all gone. Like uh, so, good on them. Now I remember the player I was trying to remember, and that was Bruce Brown uh, with Indiana. Uh, he ended up signing in, in Indiana two years, forty million. Great deal for him. Uh, second year is a team option, so I would not expect him to see that second year, <laughs> but or at least not with with Indiana. That's like a tra- that's a contract uh, lovingly built to be traded. <laughs> so uh, I, I wouldn't expect him to stick around with Indiana long. But you know they gave him a lot of money, and uh, I don't I don't know what he brings to Indiana, but they did give him a lot of money. <laughs> so. And they'll, they'll probably get something good for him in return in a year or two. <laughs> so so good on them. Uh, good on him. I'm glad I remembered him. And like the last major mover, quote unquote, <laughs> that's also of a year it was, is that uh, the Lakers did add Torian Prince uh, for the, the, the biannual, which is a really good deal. They also added Gabe Vincent. Uh, kind of a controversial signing you may prefer Dennis Schroeder uh that's understandable he ended up going to Toronto uh he got paid more than a slightly more than MLE to go play in Toronto you know what I mean I mean hey if they they didn't have bird rights on him so the only thing they could offer him was an MLE if he could get more than MLE somewhere else he should go do that uh they got Gave Vincent for slightly less than the MLE, so if they do something with the rest of that money, it might might look good. Uh, Tori and Prince at the BAE is a great deal, though. Uh, and they brought their quote-unquote core. <laughs> they, they brought their core back. with. Uh, they got pretty much everybody on a good deal. They maybe slightly overpaid for uh, Rui Hachimura, but everybody else came back on a very friendly, uh, very team-friendly deal. Who wasn't part of their quote-unquote core? Uh, Mo Bamba is still still out in the wind. There's some thought that he's probably going to resign there. Who can say? But uh, for the most part, they have their team ready to go with most of the players they wanted back on good deals. So good for them. Uh, I don't. It didn't. It didn't really get them closer to to a title, of course. But yeah, this is a team that could have gone backwards, and they at least did not go backwards. So good for them. Uh, that's really it for the major deals and major moves. Like every team, like three teams just just didn't do anything. 
Uh, but for the most part, everybody else participated. Uh, and it was always a reshuffling of like the league's bench players. So it wasn't a totally, totally useless deal zone, but it was one of the least, less interesting deal zones we've had for sure. But hey, there's plenty of off season left. Speaking of plenty of off season left, uh, this of course is probably going to be the last episode, regular episode of the, uh, this, of the off season. There'll be an episode after the Damian Lillard trade, probably. And there will be occasional off-season AF episodes just to keep the feed going. Uh, but I probably won't publish those widely. I'll probably just put them on the feed. So uh, subscribe wherever you subscribe to podcasts. If you really want to listen to off-season AF episodes, uh, I would recommend against that. <laughs> but but hey, uh, and I'm not even sure I'm going to do that because uh, it is the off season there's so little to talk about and I don't know if trying to like chase the algorithm is worth putting out a bad episode but I don't know I'll think about it anyway that's it for this one stay safe my beautiful friends have a good summer uh, we'll talk to each other again in the off season <laughs> at least a few times alright be safe It is grand. You're good, but I'm better. Don't stay up late. Eat all your greens now. Remember, I love you. I'll see you soon.